Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Um, hope you're all doing well. Thank you for joining us in morning prayer. Hope you've got your brew today. I've got my, uh, this was a gift. Um, I think this was from Ali and Kat, probably like maybe two and a half years ago. Um, so you're not sure whether they still believe this. Uh, this is what an uh, awesome youth worker looks like. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, how are you all doing? Um, why not um, just whack in the comments how you're doing today? Um, there's a bit of lag, so I might not be able to read them until a bit later, but it's good to share with one another. Um, so this morning, we I don't know if you saw the Facebook post um, that we posted a, a bit earlier this morning. Um, we're going to be using a wonderful resource called Lectio 365, uh, which is um, what Bruce used, I think, on Saturday. Um, first time we've used it for morning prayer. Um, if you go to the post, if you want to follow along, you have to download an app, which actually I only really fully discovered this morning. But if you can't follow along this morning with us because you haven't got the app, that's not a problem. Um, it's based on um, the ancient practice of of, of lecti, le, lectio divina, uh, lecto divina, uh, which is like prayerful, um, uh, prayerful reflection on pieces of of, of Bible passages, and uh, uh, so it, it, the aim is for it to sort of lead us through a process. Um, this uses um, uh, five specific words to sort of lead us, um, lead us through the reflection on the passage. So it's it's pray, pause. Uh, reflect, rejoice, ask, and yield, um, and uh, so it's quite a a nice little model to get us going. So if you've got it, open it up and turn to the pause page, and we lead us through it. So um, it's nice and reflective this morning. So um, I do encourage you. Um, I, I know it can be weird, but maybe to shut your eyes or or look out the window. Um, the thing with Lecto Divina is it is a reflection, so it's a time for you to, to, to really ponder and to think. So let's do this together. So thank you for joining us. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. Father God, will you open my eyes, stir my heart, and teach me how to act, just, uh, act justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with you today. We rejoice in God's reign today joining with the ancient praise of all God's people, as in the words of Psalm 9. But the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from his throne. He will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. Let's read that again. That's Psalm 9, verses 7 to 8. But the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from his throne. He will judge the world with justice 
and rule the nations with fairness. Luke fills the first chapters of his second book, the book of Acts, with detailed descriptions of the way the new believers lived out their faith and their life together. And it's all really super exciting as we've been looking at until we get to chapter five, that is. So let's read now from Acts chapter five, verses one to five. Now, a man named Ananias, together with his wife, Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but bought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? After it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died, and a great fear seized all those uh, who heard what had happened. Now a question for you, which I would uh, love to you to answer in the comments as I continue, is how do you feel about this story this morning? How do you feel about this story this morning? Um, I'm going to continue, pop your comments in, and we are going to revisit Acts 5 and read the passage again just in a little bit. So how do you feel about this story this morning? People often say they want to get back to the book of Acts, but they don't generally mean this bit. When God's holiness comes close, there are great blessings, but there can also be serious consequences. The stakes are raised. Luke is careful not to suggest that God killed Ananias. And yet twice in this chapter, we are told that great fear seized all who heard what had happened on that day. So as we pause for just a moment to pray, here's some questions perhaps to stir you in your thinking. Is there anything about the presence and proximity of God that isn't nice? Anything that I find challenging or perhaps even frightening? When Adam and Eve first sinned, their immediate reaction was to hide from God. Ananias and Sapphira seem to have had the same similar reaction. They wanted to appear more holy and sacrificial than they really were. Another question just to pause for a moment to ponder on. Am I trying to hide from God, trying to appear more holier than I actually am right now.
Am I trying to lie to the Holy Spirit in any way? So as we return to the passage, we open our ears to hear your word, Lord, and my heart to yield, yield to your will again. So Acts 5, 1-5 Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but bought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has filled your heart, that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and kept for yourself some of the money you've received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold, and after it was sold wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not just lied to human beings, but also to God. When we talk about justice and generosity to the poor, it's easy to be like the Pharisees, who gave their money in a showy way without any real sacrifice. It's a lot harder to be like the poor widow who gave secretly and sacrificially. Be generous with your lives, says Jesus. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous father in heaven, taken from Matthew five sixteen, from the message. So now we're going to pause and have a time to pray for uh, people, situations and places in our world that are on our hearts this morning. So what I'd love to do today um, is for you to whack in the comments right now the things that you want to pray for this morning. Um, and then uh, I will pray generally for everything in the list um, uh, and to draw us all together. So I'm going to sip this coffee whilst I give you a moment to start posting. It's actually quite fun. I can hear myself because Abby's watching me in the bedroom and I can hear just how lagged I am because I haven't quite got to the bit that I've just said to you before. So start commenting now. Amazing. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, we come before you this morning and we want to humble ourselves before you and say, Lord, um, less of us and more of you today. And Lord, as we bring you all of these things, let's read some out. 
We pray for healing for Ray and Sue. We pray for the Mephams, of course, as they prepare to move. We pray for little Noah for healing. We pray for Zimbabwe and the the Orphan Trust, uh, Orphanage supporting widows um, and orphans. uh, My son Daniel supports. We pray for that. Lord, we pray for Shirley Day. We pray for little Noah again. Lord, we just pray your healing on that little boy. Lord, we pray for all those who are mourning that they would be comforted. And Lord, we lift these things to you and you know our hearts. You know the things that are on our mind. And Lord, this morning we place them at your feet and we say, Lord, we trust you. And we ask you to move. We ask you to heal. We ask you to restore. Lord, we ask you to bring restoration and peace and your presence to those situations and people that need it. And Lord, we pray uh, boldly this morning that where we could be, in fact, the answer to our own prayer, where perhaps we could act or speak or behave differently, Father, would you prompt us so that we could become more like you today? And Lord, we trust you and we love you. Amen. So this is today's yielding prayer. Spirit of truth, I yield to you. Expose the lies that I tell myself to cover up my greed and fill me instead with truth and generosity. And this is the yielding promise for today. We are grateful for the promise of forgiveness in 1 John. God, you promised to forgive us and purify us. So, Lord, will you restore me and will you make me whole again when I confess my sin to you? So, Father, will you help me to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way? Jesus, help me to give myself to others, being kind to everyone I meet. Spirit, help me to love the lost. Proclaiming Christ in all I do and say. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you for joining um, us for morning prayer this morning. I hope you enjoyed the slightly reflective style uh, of, of Lectio 365. Download the app. I encourage you, if you ever got a spare few minutes, it only takes about, you know, however long it took us to go through it together. Um it's these daily practices that shape us and change us over over a long time. So um, keep committed and keep going. So I hope you enjoyed that one today. And um, yeah, well, I hope really that you all just have a super fabulous day. And uh, we will see you again tomorrow morning at 9.15. Uh, so have a cracking day. God bless. Peace out. Toodle pips.